shirt today is sponsored in honor of Jonah Walden's birthday. Uh, more importantly, the shirt is sponsored by his kala, who wants to celebrate his birthday. When I was first starting to teach, so the first year that I taught, the beginning of the year I walked into the teacher's room, and one of the teachers said, oh, look, he's smiling, he must be a first-year teacher. You know, let's see how long that lasts. And I was like, oh my gosh, this person needs to retire, like, yesterday. <laughs> the end of the year, end of the year, I had in the meantime gotten engaged, and in May of that year, towards the end of the year, so my wife and I got married, and after the week of Sheva Brachos, I came back to school, and that same teacher said, oh, look, he's smiling, he must have just gotten married, let's see, you know, if it, if it lasts. <laughs> it's a personality type. So Jonah... I want to bless you that your wife should continue to celebrate your birthday, that she should be happy that you're alive, and that you should be happy that she's alive, and you should be happy with each other. And you should only wish upon each other health and blessing from now until 120 plus years. I want to start by uh, teaching a nigan. Some of you might know it. The Zohar says that Noach is Bechin of Shabbos. That's a Noach beginning. So there was a Friday night that I was sitting on Merpeset, since I mentioned my wife's goodly, goodly name, or I didn't mention her name, Rina. So we were sitting on the Merpeset one Friday night, uh, around this time of year, right before it gets cold, and like the last opportunities to have Friday night out on the Merpeset. I opened up a, a venture to, to say one of those mirrors, and as has not happened many times in my life, downloaded right into the venture of the Nigan for the, for the Zemmer. So this is the Nigan for Maedidus, in honor of Noach, who is the Bechin of Shabbos. It's low part. Did <laughs> 
in the Torah by his brother Rabbi Yaakov, and both times it's on Tivri Agada. <coughs> so, he's quoted in Hilchus Rosh Chodesh, where it's an f- idea which somehow became somewhat prominent. People have probably heard the idea before. Sources from the, from the Torah. He said that each of the Avos, Avraham, Yitzchak, and Yaakov, each correspond to one of the Shlosh Regal. Avraham Avinu, when the Malachim come, two parshas from now, parshas Veira, when the Malachim come, so he tells Sarah to quickly go, Lushi, Ugot, to go and to knead, Ugot, to make cakes, to make matzahs. Rashi says it was Pesach. Avraham Avinu is going to get Pesach. Yitzchak Avinu, Ayalosho Yitzchak, the ram's horn of Yitzchak, which is blown at Matan Torah, is Shavuos. And Yaakov, of course, takes his animals and builds Sukkot, and there's even a place named after it called Sukkot, the place where Yaakov puts his animals in Sukkot. Yaakov is compared to Sukkot. Avos, you see from here, correspond to the Shloshir Galim. I said to you a moment ago that Noach is Shabbos. Noach is the aspect of Shabbos. So, there's a Torah from the Shemi Shmuel. Shemi Shmuel explains the difference between these two, these two dynamics, and it explains the whole Indian of that uncomfortable Rashi in the beginning about Noach is a tzaddik in his generations, but if he was in the time of Avram, he would be nothing, and... There's also a Torah from the Sfas Emes, which you have to look at, where the Sfas Emes helps to explain this Rashi and to explain this Shemi Shmuel, where he explains that, there, of course, there couldn't have been an Avram Avinu without a Noach. In other words, the Torah, there's a, the Torah is not talking about Noach, Ish Tzadik, Tamim Haya, Bidorotav, who lived when he lived, and the Avram Avinu who lived when he lived. The Torah is talking about you, and the Noach inside of you, and the, and the Avram inside of you, and these are stages of progression. These are stages of growth. It's also talking about Noah, and it's also talking about Avram. But it's also talking about, you know, like by Sphiris Omer, we have like Chesed, Shebet Chesed, and Gvor Shebet Chesed. So there's the Adam Shebet and the Noah Shebet and the Avram Shebet and the Yitzchak Shebet There's these different Bechinos inside of all of us, and you have to, have to learn all of them so you can know how to activate them. There's also the Esav and the Bilam and the Shabbat So Shem Yishmael says, you know that one of the key differences between, and this is part of what Rashi is alluding to, one of the key differences between Noach and Avram is that Noach is an Ish Tzadik Tamim Hayabidor Yosef. He is an Ish Tzadik Tamim. 
<coughs> we learn from the fact that he is called an Ish Tzadik Tamim, that Noach was born Mahul. He was born already circumcised. He didn't have an Arla. <coughs> Whereas by Avram Avinu it says, Hishalech Lefanai Veheye Tamim. So we find two differences. Number one, it says, Esailukim Hishalech Noach, that Hashem walked with Noach. Whereas by Avram Avinu it says, Hishalech Lefanai, go in front of me, go off ahead, Avram, Veheye in the future, Tamim. Not that he was Tamim already, but the Vav Haifuch. The Vav, which turns Vihaye into and become in the future. Haya is past tense. The Vav in the beginning flips it to future tense. Vihaye, you will become Tamim. In other words, give yourself a bris. So Shem Yishmol says the difference between Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov, the difference between the Avos who are Yom Tov. And Noach Shabbos is that Shabbos, we know, the Gemara says in Beitza, Shabbos is called Kviya Vekaima. Kviya Vekaima. Shabbos comes automatically. We've spoken about this before. Shabbos is an automatic seven days that come, it comes automatically. A person could sit there with his eyes closed and say, no Shabbos, no Shabbos. As soon as the sun sets, even if you hold, you know, enter Tam or something, eventually the sun sets Lagamre and it's Shabbos. Kadesh HaShabbos happens. Yom Tov, we just got finished with a whole bunch of Yom Tovim. Kadesh Yisrael v'Hazmanim. Hashem is Makadesh, the Jewish people, and the Zmanim. The Jewish people are the ones who establish Chodesh Hazalachem. The moon, the solar calendar, seven times the sun sets, that's Shabbos. Chodesh Hazalachem, but Rosh Chodesh and the Yanim of the of the Yom Tovim, those are established by the Jewish people. The Jewish people decide when it's going to be Sukkot and when it's going to be Shavuos and when it's going to be Pesach. <coughs> Therefore, the, this aspect of Noach, which is the Tzidkos from birth, Mam, she's born a Tzadik, Tzadik Tamim Haya, B'darosav, through and through. That Noach was the tzaddik who was born a tzaddik, was given to him right away. Whereas Avram Yitzchak had to, it was kviyav kaima his tzidkos. His he was bechin of Shabbos. The Zohar says it means that Noach's tzidkos was it was inborn. He didn't have to do anything to get it. He was born mahul. He was born with a bris already. Avram Avinu and that which follows after Avram, Avram Yitzchak Yaakov, and Yom Tovim or something which is, has to be created. From below. The Pradeshiva writes, next week's parsha, Vehaye Bracha. About Avram Avinu. He's told, Vehaye Bracha. And the Pradeshiva says that there's 26 generations that are waiting until there's going to be a, a Matan Torah, which is going to happen eventually later. But Avram Avinu is the beginning of those 2,000 years of Torah. 26 generations before Kabbalah Torah in earnest. The Gemara says, all the Kili Olam Chastos, you know, on Shabbos we say Kili Olam Chasto, 26 times. Kili Olam Chastos is the 26 Halagadol, the 26 Kili Olam Chastos corresponds to the 26 generations before the Torah was accepted that Hashem kept the world going completely out of his chesed. Hashem was running the, the show. Rabbi Nachman writes, you know, isn't it interesting that the, the Teva, all the specifications of the Teva, so many different parts of the Teva that he's being told to, so much to do, Build like this, and cover it with this, and dafka, use this type, type of wood, and all these different things. There's one little thing that I just forgot to, to tell Noach, and that is, like maybe some oars, or a rudder or two, like something to direct the ship. The whole bechina of Noach is Shabbos. Hashem is going to take care of everything. Don't touch. But ultimately, the Pratichavar says that Hashem's name, Hashem's name of Chesed, of Yud and Hei and Vav and Hei, is those 26 years of... But already when we're getting close to the end of those 26 years, when once Avram, then you have Avram, Yitzchak, Yaakov, Levi, uh, Kahas, Amram, Moshe. 
Right? So that's the, that's the acceptance of the Torah. So those last final generations, which is already the 2,000 years of, of Tohu are already over, the 2,000 years of, of Torah already started. The Gemara says 2,000 years of Tohu, 2,000 years of Torah, 2,000 years of Mashiach, 6,000 years. So the 2,000 years of Torah already started with Avram Avinu. Avram was born in 1948, since the birth of Adam Rishon. 52 years later is when Lech Lecha happens, according to the Rambam. That's 2,000 years. That's the first. So Avram Avinu is the beginning of this Indian of Veheyei Bracha. What's Veheyei Bracha? It's the same thing as Veheyei Tamim. Or Dishra doesn't say it there, but he says by Veheyei Bracha, next week's Parsha, it means that instead of me running the show, instead of it being Yud and Hey and Vav and Hey, Yud and Hey being the paradigm of Hashem's acting, as opposed to Vav and Hey, which is our action down here, which is the Shechina, the Jewish people being partnered with Hashem. Hashem Tzilcha, Hashem is your shadow. What we do down here affects what Hashem does above. What, what we do down here is what Hashem is doing up above it. It works together. V'hayei bracha. V'hayei bracha. It means that instead of being Yud and Hei and Vav and Hei, where Hashem is starting, it's Vav and Hei and Yud and Hei. V'hayei bracha. You take an oar, take a, take a rudder, and maybe steer the ship a little bit. And in that way, be a blessing to the world. We're running out of this Kili Olam Chasto. And for good reason, because you're growing up. And it's time for you to do it yourself. It's time for you to go out into the world and do it yourself, without me doing it for you. <coughs> it's one of the reasons that Noah has to be told Semen Ateva. He doesn't want to Semen Ateva because he doesn't want to start doing things on his own. And Noah's not ready for it, and that's the aftermath. Until Avon Ravinu. But that's the Bechin of Shabbos. What happens on Motzei Shabbos? Motzei Shabbos, we have to smell the Besamim. You know why? Because we don't know what to do with ourselves. Because we're traumatized by the end of Shabbos. You know how we're traumatized by the end of Shabbos? because Hashem made it all happen on its own. And then he throws us out at the end of Shabbos and he says, okay, go figure it out. The Ramban, in his Chidushim Tashas, the Ramban says that there's no B'samim on Motzei Yom Tov. We made Havdalah, there's no B'samim. Unless you say that there's, the reason we're not depressed is because we don't have Nisham Yisera. Nisham Yisera is only for Shabbos. It's not true. The Rizal says that just like there's a Nisham Yisera of Shabbos, there's a Ruach Yisera of Yom Tov. So how come we don't have B'Samim and Motzi Yom Tov and we lose the Ruach Yisera? So the Chidush Arim says, because we don't lose it on Motzi Yom Tov, because we built it ourselves. Shabbos, which came in for free, easy come, easy go. B'china of Noach, is that he's born mahul, he's given everything, and then that's a stage in, in our personal development where something is given to us. On a olam shana and nefesh level, on a level of, of the year and the calendar. So we start with Tishrei, we have all these Yom Tovim, unbelievable. Yom Tovim, and Simchas Pesach Shoevas, and Kabbalah's Pnei Tzadikim, we can go to see Tzadikim, and there's Sukkahs, and everything's available, and it's davening, and it's high, and it's amazing. And then Hashem says, Tzeim teva, get off here, cheshvan, no yom tovim. And next thing you know, we find ourselves naked in our tent, drunk and naked in our tent, speaking personally. <laughs> we find ourselves drunk and naked in our tent, bereft of mitzvahs, bereft of like knowing where to go. Shikur velomi ayin. Drunk, but not of wine, like Yeshayahu said. Bereft of mitzvahs, naked of mitzvahs, not knowing exactly how to spend our nights. It's so much easier when, like, every night you're getting a text from, like, a friend, like, you want to go to the Simchas Bezhu? What are you doing? It's like a Tuesday in Cheshmer. And the answer is that in a Tuesday in Cheshmer, Hashem says, come, become Avram Avinu. Become Avram Avinu. Do it yourself. Be a blessing to the world. Be a blessing to the world. Don't just be on, on the receiving end. Exercise a little bit of your own volition so that you can go and you can be a blessing to the world. You can do chesed to other people. Pay it forward a little bit. And so the Avos begin this new paradigm. That's the deeper understanding of what it means that Noach is Shabbos, but Avram Yitzchak and Yaakov are the Yom Tov. 
means that they start to they start to do it themselves. They start to find the ability to do it themselves. So the Pasuk says, Rashi says, that Noach enters the Teva mipnei hamayim, mipnei hamabu. Which means on the face of the mabu. In other words, the mabu pushed him, mamish, into the, into the Teva at the last second. Rashi understands that he went in, mipnei hamabu, it means that the water was about to drown him and pushed him into the Teva. So Rashi says about Noach there, that why didn't he enter the Teva before that? Mamin ve'enu mamin. He believed and he didn't believe. He was mikatne emuna. Rashi is such a lashon of Anach. That the tzaddik was mikatne emuna. He was little of faith. In one of his letters, Rabbi Yisrael Salanter writes, he has a book of letters called Or Yisrael. In one of his letters in Or Yisrael, Rabbi Yisrael Salanter says that whenever the Torah talks about someone being mikatne emuna, in a few places it says, Am Yisrael in the the Yamsa for Mikatne Amuna, Noach is Mikatne Amuna. Rishos Nantes is a claw. Whenever it says someone's Mikatne Amuna, it means, he doesn't say it like this, but he says, imagine a pizza pie called Amuna, a big pizza pie called Amuna. Mikatne Amuna means like a little bit was missing, like one, one quarter of a slice was missing. Just short of Amuna, that's what it means. It doesn't mean he had little faith. It was, means there's something called Amuna, Shlema, and he was Mikatne Amuna, ah, just shy of Amuna Shlema. What does that mean, mamin ve'enu mamin? He believed, but he didn't believe. It means that Noah, who was given everything by himself, didn't know how to turn things around. He believed in Hashem. He saw that Hashem was able to make him a tzaddik. But he said, okay, this is how I was created. This is how they were created. Hashem, do what you will. I understand. You like this type of creation. You don't like that type of creation. That's it. He was ma'min in Hashem, but he wasn't ma'min himself. The famous word tzaduk. If tzaduk says, first person to believe in Hashem, then person to believe in himself. Because if you believe that, like, again, like Rishel Sanatri said, Shema Yisrael, I'll sing in the second. Shema Yisrael, Hashem Elkeinu, Hashem Echad. What's the kavanah of the Shulchan Aruch says? Echad, Hashem is one over the seven rakios and the aretz in all four directions. The seven rakios are not shy to direction. They're just up, 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 up. And the Aretz in all four directions. That's, he's one, Aleph, Ches, in all seven levels, seven Rakios plus the Aretz. And in the Aretz, all four directions, that's the Dalad, Echad. That's the Kavanah, the Shulchan Aruch. That's what you're supposed to think about when you say Hashem Echad. So Yisrael Salanter said, but don't forget, it's true, Hashem is Melech over the seven Rakios and the Aretz in all four directions, but don't forget what's like in the middle of that, which is you. And you can make Hashem Melech over the whole, all seven Rakios, and in all four directions, but standing in the middle of that four directions, vis-a-vis you who are being makabal al-Makhshemayim, is that Hashem, this kabbal is al-Makhshemayim on yourself. On yourself also. <clears throat> so Noah believed in Hashem and in Hashem's power. He didn't believe in his own power. He didn't believe that part of being mamal Hashem is that don't make Hashem so small. They say Hashem is big for tzaddikim, but for me, I don't have any koach. Hashem invested you with koach. So Hashem should help us to balance being Shabbos to Gideon and uh, Yom Tov to Gideon.
It says that Hashem was saying to the water, the water, just like you don't like to be poked, the water didn't like to be poked either. So first, all the water was one, and then Hashem split on day two between the Mayim Elyonim and the Mayim Tachtonim. The Mayim Tachtonim were not so happy about that. And then in addition, the waters were being told, Yikavu HaMayim HaMakom Echad. 
the waters gather in one area. So the Maimon Chazal, it says that the Lashon of Ikavu Hamayim is that the waters should also have hope. From Lashon of Tikva. Kavi al Hashem. That the waters should have hope. They shouldn't despair of the fact that they've been sort of relegated to very specific areas. Because there'll come a time when the waters will be able to spread all over the place once again. There's a Torah from Rav Tzadok, which gets a lot of airplay in this day and age. Rav Tzadok says, Ein maim al Torah, Torah could have come down, should have come down by Noach, Gemar and Chulin, Moshe, Remez Lemoshe, and a Torah Minayan. What a ridiculous question. Where is there a hint to Moshe Rabbeinu in the Torah? Moshe is like in every parsha almost. From the time he's born until the time he's, until the end of the Torah, he's in every parsha except for one. Trivia question, you can figure it out. So Moshe Rabbeinu is in every parsha, he's, he's, he's everywhere. Remez Moshe, and not only that, but then the Remez is, it says, Bishagam Hubasar, that since man is, is a flesh, so then Mev Esrim, Shana, he gets 120 years, and then I'll bring a marble. Passing in this week's Parsha. Bishagam, Bez and Gimel together makes a hay, and what's left there is a Mem and a Shin, oh, Moshe. Bishagam Hubasar, Moshe, bin, that's a hint to Moshe bin in the Torah. And he lived for 120 years, Psh, hint to Moshe bin in the Torah, Gemara Nechulim. So Rav Tzadik says, because the hint to Moshe Rabbeinu is not just about a remez of Moshe Rabbeinu, it means what is the source of Moshe Rabbeinu in the Torah? Where is the soul of Moshe Rabbeinu first found in the Torah? And so Rav Tzadik explains, Arizal explained it first, that Noach and Moshe Rabbeinu are from the same soul. They come from the same place. They both come from this soul of Hevel, as opposed to Cain. That's why... Moshe's in a teva, Noach's in a teva. Many different comparisons between the two of them, not for now. So, the rem is to Moshe Rabbeinu and Atar Minayin, it's from Parshas Noach. And Rav says, because the reason that Moshe Rabbeinu is alluded to there is, if Noach would have done things right, if the door would have done things right, the door daya, the door that came out of Mitzrayim and received the Torah, is the same neshamas as those people who all perished in the mob. That's right. That's what Ein Mayim al Torah. They should have been receiving this flood of Torah. But instead, they got a flood of water. When Hashem said, Yikavu Hamayim, that the water should all gather into one area and they should have hope that they should come back. Hashem wasn't like a masochist. Like, you know, get ready. Like, it's going to be, it's going to be bloody. You know, it's going to be a good uh, horror film. All the water is going to come back and kill all the people and... It's going to be boiling hot water, and it's going to be, you know, still be screaming. And that was not what Hashem was saying to the water. And hope that it'll come back is talking about that the end of days. The world will be so filled with God knowledge. Like the water fills all of the oceans. God consciousness is going to spread throughout the entire world in such a way that it'll be available everywhere. So there's a little keta in the Zohar Kadosh that says, you know what it means, Yikavo Ma'ayim Echad, that the water is all gathered to one place. This also is a process that's unfolding. And it's unfolding in our, in our days as well. More so than, than in the past. Kavo Amayim Amakom Echad is best understood, as Zohar says, based on the Psukim that described the blessedness of Shabbos. Shabbos is Kodesh Mavarich Mikol Hayamim. It's more blessed than all of the other days. It's exactly the Indian of, of Noah on a certain level, I'll explain in a minute. It's more blessed than all the, any all the other days, but it's not just Mikol Hayamim, it's more blessed than the other days. The Zohar says Shabbos is, is 
Mivorach and Kadosh, Mikol Hayamim, it means that it siphons off the Kedusha from the six days of the week. It's a magnet, or if you want to be more cynical, it's a leech of the Kedusha of the rest of the week. It takes all of the Kedusha, and it's Yikavlil Makom Echad, it takes all of the Kedusha and hyper-focuses it on one place. Now, it's not a leech because it's doing it for the benefit of those other six days. Because the six days were just wasted. They're not, re- they're not ready yet to hold on to it. There needs to be a place where that's being held in the meantime until they're ready to receive the bracha, and then it'll be Yom Shakula Shabbos. Then Shabbos will give back all that koch to all the other days, and it'll be Yom Shakula Shabbos. Yikavu Amayim Amakum Echad means, says the Zohar, that in the same way that Shabbos takes the Kedusha from the rest of the week and holds on to it until it's ready to receive it, that there's a process that the world undergoes wherein that in earlier generations all of the water all of the Ein Mayim El Torah was gathered in specific places it means that there were a few tzaddikim a few of the big, big, big Talmud Chachamim who had access to the entire breadth of Torah from Beis to Lamed from the Beis of Bereshit to the Lamed of Le'enik from the Mem of Me'emasai to the Shalom at the end of the Mishnahis, for the whole thing. They had, they had the whole, they had the entire Torah at their fingertips, and there were very few of them. You'd go to a town, most people were learning a little bit of Chumash, a little Mishnahis, and there were a few people who were like the big, 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 big people. Kavu Amayim Amakum Echad. But Yikavu Amayim Amakum Echad is that Hashem is saying to the water, you should know that there's going to come a time we're already living quite well into that time. When the waters are going to stop being only by big Rebbas with capital R, and the water is going to be able to spread all over. There's going to be a revolution, a mahapecha of people who have access to learning Torah, which is part of the revolution. This didn't start, you know, this didn't start a hundred years ago. This started, this didn't start with the Baal Shem Tov. It didn't start, it started all the way back from the very beginning of giving of the Torah. But if you want like a, a place already from Chazal, so when Rabbi Gamliel was replaced and the derech of Rabbi Akiva through the Talmidim of, of that derech of not of Beis Shammai but of Beis Hill came to the forefront and they opened up the Beis Medrash and said, anybody come in and learn. Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai and Rabbi Akiva and those Talmidim said, it's okay if you're not tochel kabara. It's okay if you're not worthy of Torah because Torah is for you. Mikavu Amayim Amakom Echad is starting to, there's a leak in the mikvah. Mikvah is tahara. But eventually the water starts to come out to everybody. Kimala Arts Deis Hashem now. It's very dangerous. Because as the water starts to come into everybody, so it could either be a marble or it could be a Matan Torah. It could be a marble or it could be a Matan Torah. And how do we make sure that it's not a marble but that it's Matan Torah? So the only thing that we can do is daven. That's all we have. And that's really all we need also. Is that all we can do and all we really need is to say, Hashem, I know that the water is coming. I feel that the water is coming. Anybody who could, has eyes to see could see that the, the spread of Torah, the proliferation of Torah with, with the internet and with publishing and with printing. And, and I, I mentioned it before, but I'll, I'll mention it again. I, I remember a number of years ago, I was having this funny talk with my, with my daughter and I was saying, you know, Abba's like a little stuck. I don't know what to do. Because on the one hand, I have all these things that I want to teach you, all these secrets I want to teach you. On the other hand, I learned them when I was like 17, 18, 19 years old. And that's what like, you know, I wasn't, I would, if I would have learned it when I was six years old, so then, you know, what would I have learned when I was 17, 18, 19 that would have like turned on the lights? But as we were talking, I realized that that type of thought is a lack of emunas tzaddikim. And now, you know, we're just a few years after that conversation, and it was happening before also, but you see just the, 
the breath and the newness of Torah that's coming out, like all new things that, if a person believes that all they have to do, instead of a mikvah, mikvah is when the water's all gathered in one area. You know, if there's a leak in a mikvah, it's not kasher anymore. You can't, can't tovel in that mikvah. So there's the possibility of that mikvah becoming pasal, legamre. But you know that there's something called a ma'ayan. A ma'ayan has new water flowing all the time. And there, dafka, a ma'ayan not only can flow, but needs to flow. If a ma'ayan stops flowing for once in 70 years, it's called a ma'ayan kozev. It's called a, a fake ma'ayan. It's just, we thought it was a ma'ayan, but it's not really a ma'ayan. A ma'ayan has to, be, has to flow always, new. And in this tkufa, when we're moving, when you see that just the way that svarim are coming out on every single thing, in nigla and nister and everything, Yikavu Hamayim and Lakum Echad is starting to disappear, and instead there's a Mayan. There's a Nachal Novea Makor Chochma. There's a flowing stream that makes itself available where there's literally no end. And because there's no end, Agav, because there's no end, you don't have to get all worked up about finishing everything or like. Or, en- or finishing everything or anything. It's not about finishing. Because you'll never finish. It's a, it's a ma'ayan. The Torah is a ma'ayan which never ends, which always continues to flow. And therefore, all you have to do is to pick up one pasuk, one mishnah, one daf of Gemara. And then you can do another one, and another one, another one, another one after, if you want. But the main thing is to attach yourself to the flow of that never-ending stream. the way to make sure that the waters don't become a flood water and that they stay tahor is that you, okay, if you try to hold on to the mikvah, if you try to hold on to the mikvah as it's like the water is seeping out, and you total in that a million times, it's not going to be matahar you. The world has to get out of the, their mind the idea that the mikvah, I mean, mikvah is still a mikvah, there's such a thing as a kosher mikvah. But in this world that we're talking about, it means that there's a, a way of relating to Torah which is like a mikvah. And as the mikvah is starting to break open and the water is spilling out to the whole world, you need to attach yourself to the mayan. And the way to do that is with tefillah. Like I was saying before, you have to daven to Hashem that you should be zocha to find a mayan, to find friends and people who sit around dreaming about attaching to the mayan and to find a tzaddik, to find somebody who can attach you to the mayan, who themselves is the mayan, who's attached to the mayan of mayanos, all the Mayanos. And if you daven for that, then, then you did your Ishtadlus. The whole thing that Noah didn't do is he didn't daven. If he would have davened, that was his or. That was his rudder. If Noah would have figured out the secret of you don't need an or, you don't need a rudder because you have the Koach Hadibar. Tzohar Tasa Teva, like the Baal Shem Tov said. Tzohar Tasa Teva. The Amur HaTfila. In the Baal Shem Tov Torah, so there's no such thing as Parshas Noach. It goes Parshas Bereshis, and there's something in the middle, and then Parshas Noach. There's no Parshas Noach. Then there's Parshas Lech Lecha, excuse me. Instead of there being Parshas Noach, it's called the Amur Hatfila. Parshas Noach is called the Amur Hatfila. Go figure. That's where the Baal Shem Tov has all the Torahs on how to, how to daven like a Jew. And there, the Baal Shem Tov has a very famous teaching, Tzohar Tasla Teva. Take the Teva, take the words. Teva means an ark, but it also means the words of your Tfila. And make them shine. So hard, tassel the table.